This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches. Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Nicola Everett. Hello, hope you're okay. Thanks ever so much for downloading today's podcast. Still in that time in between Christmas and New Year. It's Thursday, December the 30th and a so-called surge hub is going to be set up at a Kent hospital in case there's an increase in the number of people needing treatment for the Omicron variant of coronavirus. It'll be at the William Harvey in Ashford and will have capacity for around 100 patients. NHS trusts have also been asked to identify sites like gyms and halls which could be used to house an extra 4,000 people. It's after a record 183,000 new COVID cases were identified yesterday. Well, Chris Hobson is the chief executive of NHS Providers. What we know is that there's still a risk that we're going to see very large numbers of patients who are seriously ill, older patients who are seriously ill and need COVID care. So we just need to have enough capacity to deal with those uh, patients if we find that we get very large numbers. So what we're doing is we're creating extra surge capacity in a in a number of places uh, which are deliberately co-located with existing hospitals based on the experience um, from the original Nightingales, where actually it's going to be easier to staff uh, these mini Nightingales by having them co-located on uh, existing hospital sites. This is a back pocket insurance policy, which is it's a no regret step step to take at this point. So that if what happens is that we do see uh, the large, uh, large numbers of uh, patients coming forward, we can treat them. Obviously, everybody is hoping that doesn't happen. So we're hoping for the best, but preparing for the worst, which is a very sensible approach to take. But everybody is clearly hoping that we won't need to use these uh, this surge capacity in the way that we didn't need to use the original Nightingales. But it's just better to be prepared. The one thing you don't want to do is not be prepared and then find that you hit a very significant problem and there are people who need treatment who you can't give proper treatment to. Here in Kent and Medway, almost 25,000 cases were recorded in the seven days to Christmas Eve. Meantime, a Kent scientist has warned it's a gamble not to have further COVID restrictions in place amid rising levels of infection. The government has said there'll be no more measures before the new year as they look to see how many people end up in hospital with this new variant. But Professor Marcin Michaelis from the University of Kent doesn't think that's necessarily the right approach. He's been speaking to Ish. Oh, it's a gamble. Like always, it's a gamble. Yeah, we don't know. Um, it's also the question what you consider successful. If you consider successful that somehow there is an ambulance that you need one that might work. And that's basically, I think, the criterion that we use at the moment. It is really, if somebody calls 999, is there someone to respond to the call? And is there an ambulance that you that takes you to the hospital? These are our main criteria, um, and that shouldn't fail. Um, I think that's a very risky approach. Um, I can't predict exactly how many people will have to go to hospital. Um, so, so it is very, yeah, it, it really depends on where you stand. Um, I'm always surprised by how many people are prepared to take such big risks. but. Um, that's a political decision and and that's what politicians are here for. 
as a scientist, yes, I'm concerned because I can't, I know I can't predict what is going to happen. And usually if there's something unpredictable, we are extra cautious. When you drive a car, you arrive at a blind band. You don't know whether there's a tree lying on the street. You slow down. Most people don't accelerate if they can't see what's in front of them. Um, or if there's fog, we are more cautious because we can't see what is in front of us. So we are more cautious. Um, but not, not with the pandemic, interestingly. With a pandemic, we always try to do the maximum. We always strive at maximum speed that we think is possible. What people often overlook is, is when they say, oh, all these restrictions are bad and they had these, uh, all the impact they had, all the negative impact of the restrictions themselves, that we would have all these, this impact, collateral damage. We would have had all this collateral damage anyway if we had the virus spread at the beginning because so many people would have been ill at the same time that our infrastructure would have collapsed. People don't realize that we escaped something that would have been on the scale of a lower end of the estimations of the Spanish flu by these restrictions. And there's, I don't, doesn't seem to be a way to convince people of that. More data for you. And there has been a slight drop in the number of weekly coronavirus-related deaths registered in England and Wales. Stats from the Office for National Statistics show 755 were recorded in the seven days to December the 17th. That's down 1% on the previous period and is the lowest number for around two months. And finally, on COVID today, rules around visiting maternity wards are being tightened at one Kent hospital in a bid to to tackle the spread of Omicron. Anyone joining pregnant women being admitted to Durant Valley Hospital in Dartford now have to show proof of a negative lateral flow test before being allowed in. The hospital trust says only one person that's named will be able to join a woman in labour. Kent Online News. Other top stories for you today and a man in his 30s has died after a car hit a tree in Folkestone. The driver was travelling in a grey Renault Megane in Churchill Avenue when it left the carriageway near the roundabout for Park Farm Road just after nine last night. Police are keen to hear from anyone with dash cam footage showing the car before the crash happened. Nearly 100 convicted terrorists, including a man who plotted to bomb Blue Water, are being assessed for release from prison by the parole board. Jawad Akbar was one of five who threatened to carry out the attack at the Greenhouse Shopping Centre in 2004. It's understood his case is due to be reviewed in March. A Folkestone woman's been jailed after threatening to stab a man following an argument on a public Facebook page about their dogs. Abby Thompson turned up outside the victim's home in Shaftesbury Avenue last month, armed with a knife. The 36-year-old from Risborough Lane, who's been locked up for a year, had recently been released from prison on licence for harassment. Customers at a pub in Longfield have managed to escape unhurt following an arson attack. Police believe rags that have been soaked in fuel were used to set light to the railway tavern on Station Road two days before Christmas. The building was damaged in the blaze and officers are going through CCTV as part of their investigation. Meantime, police are looking for two men after a teenager was attacked during an attempted robbery in Ashford. He was said to have been jogging along Stanhope Road when he was targeted by the suspects who wanted his wallet, but he managed to run away after suffering minor injuries. At Kent Online, you can see a computer-generated image of one of the suspects. The Kent Online Podcast with Ballin Maidstone. 
Now, this is one of our most read stories today. There's anger after around 150 trees lining a popular footpath near Maidstone were chopped down. The walkway links Howard Drive in Allington with the car park of Maidstone Hospital. Well, Ollie joins me now to chat about this story. And Ollie, firstly, who's done this? Well, Crowdace Homes, which owns the land, put up signs three weeks ago saying the footpath would be closed temporarily for coppicing work to take place. Now, coppicing is a process where trees are cut down to encourage new shoots to grow. It's widely done to manage areas of woodland, but people living near this particular piece of countryside say this isn't coppicing that's being done. But the trees have been completely cut down. And why are they so angry about it? Well, for a start, they say it looks awful, but they're also really worried about what it's done to wildlife. The new Allington Action Group say the woodland is a bat foraging area. It provided nesting for woodpeckers and other birds and habitat for squirrels, which has now all gone. Another group is calling for the local council to carry out an ecological review of the area to ensure green spaces are properly protected. And the developers then, what have they said? Crowdace Homes have given us a statement saying they're currently carrying out coppicing and tree management works to the woodland adjacent to phase three of their development, which is called Hermitage Park. They go on to say this is required to ensure safety of the users of the footpath through the woodland and to alleviate concerns from local residents with regards to encroachment over boundaries and excessive shading of the gardens of residential properties to the east of the woodland. The work is being carried out in accordance with a TPO application, that's Tree Preservation Order, which has been approved by Maidstone Borough Council. And there's been a fair bit of reaction to this story on our website and on socials today, hasn't there? Yes, absolutely. Some say this is definitely coppicing and is absolutely fine because it's something that should be done to sweet chestnut trees every 15 years. Others, though, aren't happy and say developers should be planting more trees, not cutting them down. Well, you can see pictures and let us know what you think by heading to Kent Online. Ollie, thank you ever so much. An assessment of the explosives on board a sunken warship off the coast of Sheppey has concluded it could cause mass damage and loss of life. The Royal Navy is set to dismantle SS Richard Montgomery, which sank near Sheerness in 1944 and still contains 1,400 tonnes of bombs. It's understood specialists will remove the mast during a two-month operation starting in June. Two people have been treated after breathing in smoke following a fire at a boiler house in Longford field in the early hours of this morning. Firefighters spent more than three hours tackling the blaze at a building attached to a garage of a home in Church Road in Hartley. It's not known yet how it started. At Kent Online you can see a CCTV image of a man who police are looking for after copper piping was stolen in Canterbury. Other metal items were also reported to have been taken following a break-in at a business in Wincheap. A van used for fly-tipping old toys and children's scooters has been seized near Maidstone after it got stuck in mud. You can see pictures of the amount of rubbish dumped in Woodland site at Pennenden Heath on Boxing Day on our website. The council are now looking for those responsible. And unfortunately, another Kent Panto has been called off after members of the cast tested positive for COVID. Performances of Robin Hood were due to run until Sunday at the Theatre Royal in Margate, but have now had to be cancelled. However, Wicked Productions say they've recorded the show and will be making it available to live stream for disappointed customers so they can watch it in the comfort of their own homes. Well, that's all for today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget, you can follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Plus, you can now get access to the ad-free Kent Online premium site by heading to kentonline.co.uk forward slash subscribe. And whilst you're on the site today, you can read our sporting review of the year. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online podcast.
This podcast is sponsored by Ball in Maidstone, your brand new luxury sports and gaming bar with American pool, table tennis, beer pong, live sports, delicious food and bottomless brunches.